What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Parker Smith. Today, I'm joined by Tyler, Matt, and Stu. I haven't even seen Matt or Stu today. Yeah, yeah I know. I didn't think you were here today. Yeah, I thought you were gone. We're just dividing this office. East and West. Oh, I got something else we can talk about. West. Stu's mustache. And when oh, we're going to yeah. shave it. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Stu, good the listeners have missed your mustache. I can't make it dance. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Are you going to shave it? Uh, yes, I am reluctantly. His wife wants him to. It's not yeah, his, his I sister. don't want to, but my wife wants me to. So we're gonna um, we're gonna figure something out uh, to maybe get some video footage of that. Maybe make a bet or something of that sort. Um, and there's also talks of maybe even like shaving it and then gluing it to a card and selling it on ebay or something mm, and the go for some money or yeah. we the <laughs> store yeah. <laughs> i don't know who would want that yeah you never know you maybe never we could give it to one of the listeners comment yeah. below if you want <laughs> Stu to send you his mustache <laughs> oh i'll auction it off we'll throw it on there can, do we have the auction. ability to do like an auction? Like highest, like a buy it now price for like 10 grand? <laughs> <laughs> we sure could. I don't know. Um, Matt, you wear ankle socks with boots? I wear here? ankle socks all the time. No. Minus sandals. I don't wear socks with sandals. Mm. What about if you're just running out to the car to get the groceries and you got to put sandals on, you have socks on, will you take the socks off? No, that's a good point. Mm. So if in that last second scenario it's going to be socks and sandals but if mm. i'm going out no socks i'd rather go barefoot or if it's cold outside just wear socks outside mm. and just yeah. throw those bad boys right in the wash i mm. like having dirty socks though so that's why you throw them in trash or in the in the wash I'll right after them. no no well you only need to take one trip anyway <laughs> because if you're a real man that's right you only take one trip in getting the groceries it's true What's the point of lifting all those weights if it takes more than one trip? <laughs> They're for show. They're not for lifting. It is. It's all show. It's all an illusion. Speaking of, what in the world happened with Will Smith and Chris Rock? That was a pretty wild. Well, first off, I wasn't. I I don't watch Oscars. Yeah, I don't does anybody? Think, watch I don't think anybody. Does. I don't think anybody does. I, that's why I just saw it, social media. That's how I, found I heard out they were it. just hanging on by a thread. Until all this happened, and now there's all this controversy around. If you're listening and you don't know what we're talking about, Chris Rock made a joke about Will Smith's wife at the Oscars. Chris Rock was hosting up on stage, and Will Smith got up, walked up on stage in the middle of the show, and slapped him in the face. (laughs) And Chris Rock had no idea what to say. He had some choice. I thought he handled it really well. He did. He played it off like it wasn't a big deal. Like it wasn't... Will Smith just slapped the. <laughs> yeah. That's the most Chris Rock thing you could ever say, by yeah. the way. Is like, of course, that's what he would say to that. Well, Will Smith had some choice words, too. So yeah, he did. And he did Chris Rock words. just was, I think he handled it really well. But Do we think the slap was justified? Um, I, I think he made a big scene out of it. Um, I think it could have been handled differently, but. I mean, it made for some really great TV, especially live TV, too. Um, And the fact that they were, like, panning over to Will Smith while he was saying his little parts and going back to Chris Rock, like, it was uh, 
I'm surprised that he did that and didn't like cut to something else. But anybody else? Do so you think he should have done it or no? I feel like it was justified defending the honor of his wife. Mm. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe so, not on live TV, but I mean. <laughs> okay. So okay. no one talk about Matt's wife. <laughs> right. But even after even after all the things that his wife has done to him. Yeah, it's like why did he choose this to stand yeah, up? Exactly. But I feel like, you know, like, you know, you have those bonds uh with yep. your wife and you ha you know, you have your your vows that you're tied to and he seems pretty set in his ways and how he feels with his wife and he's willing to work through all that and yep. still defend her after everything like that's you know through better or worse right it's around your vows yeah he had to have been for better for had some regrets this morning like dang i shouldn't have done that but do you think it was done just because like the oscars were like not that great and do you think it was like planned ma maybe staged I don't think it could be staged because of two reasons. One, like when Will was yelling, you, know, you could kind of see the emotion. I mean, he is like one of our, the best actors. Yeah. yeah. But um, that's just doesn't, it does, it's not a good look on Will. So like, why would Will sign up for that? <laughs> like to be the villain yeah. in that yeah, scenario. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But some people won't, won't even see him as the villain though. I, yeah. I feel, you know. Yeah, it just depends on where your stance is of the whole situation. Yeah. So. I feel like, you know. Everyone's super sensitive these days. So, Hayden thought it was fake until he saw. He didn't see the clip of Will yelling at him afterwards. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I could understand if he just gets up and does a slap, how they could fake that. Yeah, but then what he yells at him after Chris is just standing there like. <laughs> and why was it a slap? I guess that True. was in his mind. That was the most justified. Like, I'm not gonna like throw you, a punch at him yeah, just because then him it out. might turn into him punching me in a fight, and that'd be weird. So I'm just gonna <laughs> give him a nice little slap. Well, hats off to Chris for like not pressing charges too. Yeah, like that's pretty, that's pretty cool. I've gotten knocked out by a slap before. Really? Yeah, I was gonna say that a punch would knock him out, but I've uh, gotten knocked out before. I was at a party in college, and uh, I went up to my buddy and just gave him like a playful tap on on the cheek, just a little slap, and he's like, "Hey, I owe you back now." That was messed <laughs> up because it kind like, kind of hurt. And so I was like, all right. And so I kind of stuck my chin out and he had his Aggie ring on and he wound <laughs> back and just popped me. And I just went out cold. Wow. And my buddy Kurt tells the story that my head hit the uh, concrete and I, I was bleeding really bad. Oh and there's God. blood coming down my face and said he, he was just grabbing, he was holding me in the middle of this party and blood was coming down my face. He said he was going, Smith. He said it was like a Vietnam movie scene or something. <laughs> I was just like, what'd that guy do? Did you feel horrible? Uh, he ran away because he knew that he hit me way too hard and that someone was going to fight him for it. And so he ran away. Sterling, he'll be in my wedding. Wow. Did you get him back for it, though? Never did. Well, it's coming out. Day of your wedding. Reception time. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-wedding uh, shenanigans. There you yeah. go. Never forget. This uh, satirical news article, The Babylon Bee, who is now my favorite follow on social media. Do y'all follow them? Mm -hmm. It's I like The that. Onion, if you've heard of them, oh, where yeah. they just okay. come up with fake news articles. Yeah. Yeah. But the Babylon Bee just has articles about the absurdity of 2022, and they posted... <laughs> It said Will Smith violently defending his wife's honor while letting other guys sleep with her because <laughs> they they have an open relationship. Right. And it's yeah. Been known. It's kind of they have an open relationship like you can do that. Yeah. They both sleep with other people. That's so it's kind of the backwards, the backwards idea of our society mm -hmm. of 
not really taking your marriage vows seriously and what God has joined together, but then randomly just getting up and like punching someone in the face and then shouting the F-bomb in front of all of America. Well, I think it's because, you know, he he made that joke about the G.I. Jane and how she has the shaved head and whatnot, but like she's had issues with alopecia, which is hair loss, obviously. And you can see in the clip after he made that joke, like Will Smith was initially laughing and then like, you could see in Jada's face, like she was not having it. And then, then it cuts back to Chris and he's like up there trying to explain himself. And then Will's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like kind of stuttering and mumbling up there while Will's just casually walking up and then pauses and smacks him in the mouth. What's funny about that too, is that coming from the entertainment industry, we know that a lot of times those guys are just reading the script. Like Chris didn't come up with that joke. Like it was confirmed that writers came up with that for him. And so he's like, <laughs> he probably said it. It was just like, cause you've been doing that so long. He probably doesn't think about the jokes too mm-hmm, much. He no. just kind of goes through the motions motions. So I don't know. <laughs> you guys are married though. You know what it's like. Yes. To, uh, do you I, think that that, go ahead. I was just going to say just because you think something's funny, but if something is like, bothering your wife then it changes things yep. yeah you gotta, absolutely you're not in it just by yourself right anymore it's not funny yeah do you think that this <laughs> trumps the um kanye and taylor swift oh man that's a tough one i think it does just because how fresh it is right now in everyone's mind like and there was violence well yeah there yeah. was there was definitely violence um <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> Tyler this morning we were working out and Tyler goes I love it dude just some good old fashioned news of just someone slapping someone else in the face no, no about co- their wife yeah it's like no pandemic no <laughs> political stuff just someone slapping some dude for talking about his wife <laughs> feels like yeah, the good old it's days good. <laughs> it's a good old day that's what we need that's some good news right there uh, March Madness we have a final four also side note Duke beat Texas Tech, and Hayden owes me a hundred bucks, and he still has not paid me. But last episode, we made a bet. Duke's gonna yeah, be hard to should. beat just because it's Coach K's last year. Yeah, it's his final yeah. run. It's like the mindset thing being focused when we play in cornhole. They have like a reason and a why to win. How many teams do y'all have left in your bracket in the Yee Yee bracket? Oh, man, well, I'm I picked Gonzaga to win, so. I had Gonzaga and Tennessee in the championship. Yeah, I had Duke and Kansas in the Final Four, so two out of the four. Oh, I had Gonzaga, Baylor, Tennessee, and Kansas, so I just got Kansas left. But then Me too. I don't even know how to tell. <laughs> but on that note, Stu's at number 28. Stu is 28th out of over – how many do we have, Ben? Do you know off the top of your head? How many? Right there. Oh, more than 700. Pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. Our customers also don't love basketball. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not a huge basketball a fan myself. I guess everyone can get into March Madness. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'd much rather watch March Madness than LeBron and Steph Curry in like a fourteen game series in the NBA. Well, I, I feel know. like I could just like turn basketball on, watch like the very beginning of the game and then come back for like the last thirty eight seconds and like be like Yep. And then watch the last 38 <laughs> seconds, which stretches out to like 30 minutes. And then be like, yeah, that was a good game. And miss the complete 
middle of the game and be fine with that. Yeah, maybe they should just change the rules to like one minute games. <laughs> 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 Got to go all out one minute. Is all you get. <laughs> I mean, that's where all the most of the action happens right there in the last yeah early five minutes. You don't realize how many commercials there are until you start watching live sports. No. And yeah. you haven't watched they come back for a play, timeout, back to commercial. Like 20 seconds can last 20 minutes, I feel like. Do you ever watch soccer? World Cup? Uh, or only World Cup. Oh, really yeah, good. only World Cup. That's the one thing I like about soccer is it's a 90-minute match, and it just goes through. They'll, they'll take a break at halftime, yeah. but soccer, they don't go to commercial. So it's <laughs> 45 minutes, straight soccer, commercial, and another 45 minutes because they, they literally can't pause it. Also, we were at NASCAR this weekend, and I was thinking about how it, when you're watching NASCAR, they'll cut to commercial, but they'll keep the race on yeah. in the corner. And I was like, does that mean that the sport is too long or not interesting enough? If you can just cut to commercial and they're just like, well, we're going to keep racing here, <laughs> but uh, it's it's a long three hours. So we're going to go yeah. ahead and cut to commercial and give you a break. They do have golf too, big tournaments. They'll cut off and then have the... And have it on the screen yeah. too. But they don't do that with soccer. Schweinsteiger <laughs> with the goal. <laughs> did you have fun this weekend, we're Tyler? Germany. At Circuit of the Americas? I did, yeah. It was it was a fun day. Yeah, ben was did, asking me my favorite weekend. part. And I think it was the food and the uh, suite, just the access of having... Because those days, can you can like walk 20,000 steps and it gets hot. So that was a cool experience for us. Yeah. What were you all doing there at Coda? Like... Granger was the honorary official of the race. So it was like him. Chase Rice is another singer. Chase was the wave the flag guy. Okay. Uh, Derek Johnson was there. He was um, played uh, linebacker for the Longhorns and then the Chiefs for like 14 years. I think he was also an honorary official. So so he Granger didn't get to like wave the flag or anything? No, he was just there and honored and walked out on the stage and introed him and that's cool nice. yeah Undertaker. yeah undertaker was there undertaker oh nice yeah nice he drove the pilot car yeah it was cool being there we had a yee car there last year but no car this year <laughs> heard brandon came out whenever they introduced him to granger's song yeah on Saturday, yeah, Saturday, so, Ben, Brian, the, all the guys went. I met up with Brandon Jones, and they had a lot of fun. Brandon had a rough day, but uh, Sunday was really cool. I'd never been to a Cup Series race, and it's pretty next level in terms of the fans and just mm -hmm. the jets and the flyover. Mm -hmm. It's like next level. It was a yeah. lot of fun being there. That's cool. Lincoln's favorite car was uh, the Pit Viper car, our mortal <laughs> enemy. I saw that. That, so was, that good, was pretty cool. Good for them to have a good branding. Also, they have one of the slowest cars who's always in last. So it's also kind of good advertising because there's always a problem with it. So they always end up showing it for a split second with some mechanical issue. Who drives it? Uh, do you know, Brian? <laughs> Suarez? Uh, no. Hmm. I'll find out. I don't know. Uh, listener of the week this week is Wyatt Garrett. All right, Wyatt. Wyatt. Woo! Wyatt. Yeah. Maybe you'll get a mustache sent to you. <laughs> Maybe. If you're, on to that. if you're lucky, it's going to be worth something one day. How are we going to do that? Are we going to, are you going to recreate, you're going to cut it and then recreate it on like a 
poster board and sign it? I have it? no idea. Let's uh, let's leave that up to yeah. a bag. <laughs> it's like a, a IKEA thing. Like you like put it together. It, <laughs> it to, you give them a glue stick and a note card and all my hair. With a picture of you. <laughs> Thumbs up. Like With instructions, like how to do it. Good luck. How, how should we do it, fans? Y'all comment and let us know how we should do it. Why did I put it at the Billy Bob show the other night? Oh, yeah? The hell's Billy Bob's? Yeah. That was good, man. Ben, or Brian was there for the first time. He's never been to Billy Bob's. Yeah. It was good. Brian and Ben flew a private jet back to Austin from Billy Bob's. Yeah, y'all really were, were flying in style. Pretty bougie out there. They found a airline that does like $150 flights, and you can just walk right up onto the... $150, yeah. that's a really good deal. If you're just looking for a private flight. <laughs> yeah. How was it? Was it better than like Southwest? Oh, 100%. It was so worth it. Do they still have like flight attendants and everything in there and all that stuff? One. Just one? Did you get peanuts? Yep. There's 12 people. I got brownie brittle. Brownie brittle. Brownie brittle is so much better than peanuts. They don't even do peanuts anymore, do they? No, no, no they do uh, like pretzels or whatever, yeah. like those baked flat yeah. pretzels. What did kids sometimes? with peanut allergies do all those years? Because it's like 150 little bags of peanuts. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like some people that are suck really... it up, son. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> suck it up, boy. That's the good old days. Now everybody's soft. Brownie brittle. <laughs> no. Vegan and non-GMO. Back in my day, you just ate the peanuts. <laughs> Um, we have wildfires going on right now in Texas. I don't yep. think we typically have wildfires, right? We do. We do. Yeah, it's a typically lot. It, a lot of it's usually up north, um, but like Panhandle or like yeah, Panhandle, yeah, Panhandle area because of the wind or what? Well, there's a lot of factors, like fuel. So like everything's dry up there, and then it's windier up that direction as well. Are y'all not working these at all? Uh, we have no. some units from from Temple going and, and assisting, um, but a lot of it's um, a lot of other people getting out there and doing it. But we're like as we speak right now, we're on standby. So like if we get a call, and the nuns contained, can, right? Well, uh, I watched they had a news brief on maybe thirty minutes ago, and they said it's fifty five percent contained right now. Okay. Headed towards Gatesville. I was telling Hayden he didn't know. I'm sure his parents. Yeah, that's do, but. their last projected area. That's going to be heading out mm -hmm. towards Gatesville. Uh, around thirty-three thousand acres yeah. burned right now, which is a lot. Is yeah. it mostly open fields, or is it going through towns? The majority of it's on Fort Hood. Uh, there's a smaller one out in the flat that's like three hundred acres, but the majority is on Fort Hood, and a lot of it's just ranges and training area. There's not a so lot of not structures. So not significant, significant damage or anything. No, they reported zero structures. So, when was the last time y'all were in a fire that was you were thinking to yourself, "This is very sketchy"? Structure fire going in. I don't think I've ever had a fire where no. I'm like, "This is sketchy." Yeah, uh, we're our department's really good about um, identifying any sort of hazards. Like if if we're say we're inside we ha we have an incident commander who sits out in front of the house in a command vehicle and basically he's like the coach and he does like a play-by-play -play. and he's saying you know, our attack team needs to be doing this our 
you know, just everyone like telling everyone like what they need to be doing or where they need to be. And he's sitting there just looking at big pictures. So like, say we have guys inside a house and he starts seeing changes like with smoke changes, smoke changes mean a lot's going on. So like if it starts getting more, um, violent or like the smoke changes color, um, you can tell a lot of, uh, about a fire and how the smoke is reading basically. So he'll notify that, go over the radio, tell everybody, and he'll either pull everyone out or, you know, uh, if he sees something, he'll tell them, he'll kind of redirect them. Like we have a lot of fire coming out of this side. So, um, I feel like we have a really good department in, in that aspect of our communication is really good um, in keeping us safe. And we have a lot of really experienced captains who, um, who are aggressive and yet safe at the same time. So we're, we're able to get in there and get it, but do it safely. So that was a very presidential answer. (laughs) 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 I'm, I'm pretty passionate about it though. So if, if you guys were in there and the commander was the outside on the outside and the smoke all of a sudden changed color, drastically and started violently pillowing out, what would that tell you about the fire or what's about to happen or something? I guess that's a very broad question depending on it, but what would be an indication that we need to get the guys out? Well, exactly what you described really, um, because something happened like the, like the fire just got like a whole bunch of oxygen. So it starts billowing out a lot more and it's changing color. So it's getting, it's, it's getting hotter. So something, something happened in there and something not good's about to happen. So all that, all that smoke that you see is still like, it carries like unburned stuff. So it can light off and create flashovers and really dangerous environments. Hmm. So, um, if they see that, usually they'll pull guys out and like, Hey, we got something going on. We need to pull out and go defensive, which defensive means basically we are on the outside hitting what we can from the outside of the house. Yeah, but there's no one. There's no one inside. If we're defensive, no one's going to be inside. Everyone's just going to be around the perimeter mm-hmm. putting water on it. This might be a dumb question, but ha- has there ever been a situation where you or one of the guys that you guys know or some of the older guys have been in a situation where it's similar to the stereotypical movie where there's a kid upstairs or a dog or something that they forgot inside and someone had to run in and get it or typically is that a different type of first responder that's there in that situation or has that ever happened like a search and rescue fire situation well typically uh whenever we whenever we're getting dispatched we have these we have notes uh that the call taker is getting like they'll they'll either get reports that there are people in or no one's in the house um and if we if we just don't know we're just going to go into like a rescue mode if we can um which basically we'll go in and conduct searches um with with a with a line if we see fire we spray it as we're searching um for victims and stuff but yeah i mean we've pulled dogs out and that sort of thing um of fires and whatnot but i mean those are like career type calls like you only have that call like once or twice in a career where you're you know pulling somebody out of a out of a burning building and and that sort of thing so 
Uh, it doesn't happen that often. So. I was talking to uh, Jared Ladner, one of our good friends here uh, who works on the fire department, and he was saying that um, people think that it's every single – you're getting calls all the time in these huge structure fires and like, New York City apartment buildings, and you're climbing ladders and carrying out people. And I said, how often are you actually in a structure fire? And he goes, not often enough. And, and he yeah, said, I don't uh, mean that in a bad way, yeah. but that's why I came on the force was to fight fires, and I really enjoy a challenge. And so he said – a couple of times a year he'll be in one that is you know really testing his limits and getting his adrenaline going and mm-hmm. a little bit sketchy but um we're kind of almost out of time Tyler we have a uh, Granger concert this week in Minnesota it's just I think it's his first ever headlining arena show is that right um maybe yeah I'm not really sure off the top of my head uh Amsoil Arena in Duluth Minnesota cool That'll be fun. Are you going? No, because it's a one-off. It's just there and back. Oh. Well, if any of you are in Minnesota, go there and let us know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's all we have. Anybody else? Any last words? Do we want to throw up some of these uh, memes of Will Smith slapping Chris Rock with uh, <laughs> different headlines over them? It's just Will. If you're on YouTube, it's just or if you're listening, put it on YouTube of Will slapping Chris Rock and people are just putting uh, like one of them was just me over Will Smith and then on Chris Rock's face it just said innocent bag of feed at the store. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah, that's true. Well, cool. Thank you all for coming on. Thanks for having us again. Thanks thanks for having us. Hey, thanks for having us. Anytime. We'll see y'all next week.